What's up, good people? Welcome to Talking Pod, and thank you so much for joining us today on another edition. I'm your host, Gerald Hudges, for this series segment with our dear friends from Sleepless in Monrovia. Talking Pod aims at stirring social, cultural, and political conversations that are often overlooked or less discussed in society. And as we mentioned in our previous episode, we're in collaboration for the next episodes with our friends from Sleepless in Monrovia. We'll be sharing provocative social norms, altering pieces written by some of their writers. Having a voice and using it is how we find commonality and impact change. And so Talking Media, in collaboration with Sleepless in Monrovia, are pleased to amplify the voices of these writers in a live conversation only here on Talking Pod. This week, our guest is Mr. Jay Hoff. He's the author of the poem Behind the Ray Band, published on Sleepless Monrovia's blog. Welcome to Talking Pod, Jay. Thank you very much. Tell us a bit about yourself. Who are you? Uh, what are you passionate about? Again, thank you guys for having me. My name is Joseph J. Hoff Jr. I am a writer for Sleepless in Monroeville and I'm passionate about technology and how people feel and how they think. So basically that's what I do. What is this piece about? Yeah, so actually Behind the Ray Band um, was actually inspired by a real life situation. I had this friend of mine who usually will meet and talk about life and so many other things. This day she called me and said, Jay, can we meet? Can we meet and talk? And I was like, oh, okay. So we met and for the first time, you know, we were having our conversation and as we went along she paused and asked me do you know that every night i cry myself to bed and you know i go through a lot of things and people around me don't even know uh, my mom does not know about it because i don't want her breaking down because she's like the biggest support system i have and as she talked i felt this chill all over me so she had a red band on and she took the shades off and i looked at her for the first time i saw a completely different person this was a person who i admire so much every time she posted a picture or you know went around people she always had props and she was here before me you know explaining what she was going through i was shocked and so after a while she wore her glasses back with tears we continued normal conversation i did not say anything relating to what she explained when i got home i actually sat down to go over what had happened and i realized i needed to do something about it you know share what i felt in that moment with other people so i just want to read just the first five to six lines it says behind every dark shade is a red eye they say behind her sunglasses is a red eye but hey anxiety and depression are drugs that she's high off looking into her eyes i couldn't even say my next word i noticed this girl's suffering you know the poem resonates with me personally across two major messages it speaks to the silent suffering that is depression and about our inattentiveness to notice the pains of others around us friends family members post pictures on social media every day and we often overlook their situation and we feel everything is going on well with them but deep down sometimes these are the struggles that they actually go through every day so would you say that this conception is accurate and what's the moral of this piece so many things happen around us that we either overlook or do not notice there are so many things that happen that we trivialize take for example someone will come to you and say i think i'm depressed and because of what we don't know about depression we will say something like maybe you broke when you get money you feel better and you know people prefer to actually live with these things rather than talk about it the first step in getting help is actually accepting that you have a problem that you actually going through something that is not normal and once you can accept that you actually have a problem then yeah you can definitely find a way to get better 
what are some of the things that we could potentially look out for to be able to sort of have an honest and open discussion with a friend who's possibly going through depression? You know, it's actually hard, especially in a society like ours, where so many people have so many things they're going through, but you know, they prefer to hide them behind this shield. The person that actually wrote about is someone you wouldn't you wouldn't have the thought that they're going through something this is somebody who is always full of smile this is a person who is full of life there is only one way that you find out that they're going through xyz is by them being open and telling about it and i think that openness will come about if they think that the environment is safe because people tend to be open if they know that you know they'll be accepted there'll be a better reception to what they say i think the reason she opened up is because she felt she was in a safe space and when you can get your friends to be safe when you can stop judging people by what they tell you you know and start start being open-minded you get people to be more open so i think it starts from there it brings me to another question in the librarian context usually when we meet somebody my man what's up or I, my people how are doing but most often that sort of greeting gets an insincere answer i've had several situations where meeting someone be it for the first time even now for the first time but the question is my man what's up or uh how are you doing then usually the obvious reply we we give to people is akudo you know so how do we sort of go beyond just asking as a way of reading someone as a way of asking them a question about how they're doing to really having a conversation sitting down with them and understanding you know, how did your day go how can we lead those type of conversation with our friends to have them open up for us the first step is you knowing that this is an illness for you and trying to get more people aware you know about their situations mental illness is relative to something that you go through or you don't know what it is you don't know how to approach it so the first step is getting people aware that depression is real and creating the environment because it's one thing to know that you have a problem is another thing to know that the environment wouldn't judge you and you know will create that safe haven for you that for me i think is the most important thing you're listening to the Writers Podcast Series brought to you by Talking Media and Sleepless in Monrovia. This reminds me a few years ago at the university. I wasn't close to this person in particular, but out of a sudden, we just heard this news that a student committed suicide and people really didn't get to know why. There were different stories that he took poison because of a girl. Another story was that he was in his final year and he had just gotten his results and they were really bad. For me, I didn't want to totally believe that it was just a one moment or one second incident that occurred that led him to make that final decision. So in the context of Liberia, where the issue of mental illness is still very foreign, the major form of you know, mental illness is the regular one that we see people in the street, they are crazy and, you know, uh, they've lost their memory. But there's so many other forms of mental illnesses that our culture doesn't actually believe in that can really get to a point that you're depressed to want to take away your own life. So how did you really wish to penetrate the perception of our audience with this? Like myself, I think I still need to find out more about how mental illness is, you know, and how it can affect people and those around them. So when you are enlightened about something, you have the option to do more about it. But I think how we should go about this is in a way that Sleepless in Morita is already providing us the platform to reach more people. Some people are going through these things, they don't know. And when we can reach them through whatever means we will have through the writings, if we can reach them through community awareness, I think it will help us. Would you say that mental illness in Liberia is a serious challenge right now to our society? I actually think it's more serious than we think. When you are ill 
and you do not know you are ill or you do not know what is causing the illness it's even more harmful than when you can't tell but our society we do not know what is happening most people do not know what is happening to them so our case is worse compared to other countries because at least people know that depression is real just like the concept of hiv and aids decades ago it was quite a foreign concept and many people didn't want to believe it. it's the same way i guess as depression within our, our context how is your friend doing now you know I think I can say she's better to some extent. Her life is in the opposite direction of what it was. So life is looking better in what she described and the activities she's involved in, I think she's doing. Having said that, would you say social media to some extent is a factor that perhaps not in her own situation, but just broadly, a lot of young people based on what they see, what they're fed, uh, they're trying to live a life that really doesn't represent who they ideally could be. Uh, would you say social media is a contributing factor to depression and issues with mental illness in our society today? Yeah, I think social media is a very big factor and the reason is it's easier in Liberia to think that this thing is happening only because you see it on social media. You know, I saw something the other day, someone said nobody is posting their flaws, nobody is posting their downtimes. Some people will take 10 pictures, for example, and post one. They pick the best one. When you go on the internet and see a friend you graduated, for example, in a car, they will not necessarily have the caption like this is my car but then you feel like you graduated you get up you're making more progress than me i'm a failure i think i'm not doing anything and when you compare your life to people that you can't substantiate whether whatever you see is real then you start to have a certain feeling that gravitate towards some sort of mental illness and these things are happening all around us uh, you talked about the fact that our culture has not gotten to a point where we really accept that mental illness is a real problem that our society is faced with, that people are faced with. In other societies that are more developed, they have the systems and the mechanism put in place to actually deal with situations like that and help people within community go through difficulties uh, such as depression. So what would be your recommendation, the government of Liberia to people who are passionate advocates to lead conversations? First, I would like to say, in as much as in most cases, we would like to down play and underestimate and trivialize things like I think we need to start equating physical well-being to mental well-being. I know people that will go to hospital every month to do checkup. We need to start doing the same thing for our mental state. Prioritize how we feel, how we think, what we consume, and how we interpret those things that enter our minds and how we can filter them. Because what we take in mentally tend to affect us in a way. And it's about time that people out there, the government, civil society groups, and people out there that are trying to make the society better should find a way to reach people and start having the conversation as it relates to mental health. Awesome, Jay. Thank you so much. Behind the Ray-Ban, Jay Hoff is writing such an amazing piece, creating awareness around mental health. And by the way, the World Health Organization defines health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So health includes equally mental health. Thanks so much, Jay Hoff, for being here today uh, and for being an amazing guest. Thanks to all of you for listening please don't forget to send us a review of this episode of talking pot on spotify soundcloud wherever you listen to this podcast be sure to share with others you can also follow us on twitter and ig at talkina that is t-a-l-k-8-n-a and on facebook at talking media t-a-l-k-a-y-m-e-d-i-a also check out our friends at sleepless in monrovia by searching 
for Sleepless in Monrovia on any social media platform. You can email us uh, your questions or suggestions of topics you want us to discuss the next time at talkie.media at gmail.com. And if you have also any questions for our good friends uh, from Sleepless in Monrovia, you can also email them at sleeplessinmonrovia at gmail.com. I was your host, Gerald Hodges. Stay blessed and see you next week.